lot of people saying the blues are blues. But I'm gonna tell you what the blues is. Welcome to Row 2 Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's Row 2 Play! What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Rota Play Podcast. I'm your game master, Kent Blue, and it is Gen Con week. Actually, if you're listening to this on the day that it goes up, I am either on my way to Gen Con or already there. If you're here, too, or going there, come find me. Uh, you can tweet at the, the podcast Twitter at Rota Play Pod, or you can reach out on Facebook at Rota Play Podcast. Just get in touch with me, and I will meet up with you somewhere. We can hug it out, just shake hands, not even touch at all. Whatever you're comfortable with, I'm comfortable with it, too. But please, if you're there, get in touch with me. I'm wanting to meet so many people, connect with so many folks. Uh, it's going to be a great time. I'm going to be just overwhelmed because I've never been to Gen Con, and this is a first. And I know that it's just a lot of people and a lot of stuff going on, but I'm so excited to get out there and you know, kind of get Rota Play into more people's minds. I'm going to be handing out business cards and that kind of jazz. So definitely find me, tweet at me, whatever, get my attention, and we will meet up. All right, now that I've talked about that, this week we are wrapping up Swords Without Master as run by the game's designer and author, Epidai Ravishaw. I love this game so much. It's one of my favorite games right now. Uh, It's so good. So you should check it out in Worlds Without Master, issue number three. That's where you can find Swords Without Master in full is in Worlds Without Master, issue number three. It is linked in those show notes, so you can find it super easy. You should definitely buy this game. It's amazing. If this this actual play hasn't sold you on it, I don't know what will, because this actual play, I'm going to say, is pretty damn good. And a couple of the reasons this actual play is really good, other than Epidai running it, are my players, Tim Devine of Dice Up Games. You know him very well. He's always on this show. Uh, and Andrew, who this was his first time on the show. Andrew is such a great player. Uh, he is definitely, if he wants to, he's definitely going to be back in the future because I had such a fun time playing this game with Andrew. I've already talked to him about maybe, maybe running a game for me a little down the line. But we'll talk about that later. But hey, Andrew has some cool stuff going on. You should definitely be following him over on Twitter at J-H underscore official. That's J-A-Y-H underscore official. Head over there and follow that account so you can keep up with all the cool stuff Andrew's got going on. He's got some really cool stuff coming out soon. Uh, So definitely give him a follow over on Twitter just so you can, when when he starts dropping stuff, you'll know it immediately. But yeah, um, I don't think I got anything else. Do you know what? I am going to just... Right here before Gen Con, or as Gen Con's happening, it's probably a pretty good time to do, I don't know, like an iTunes ratings drive or something. So I'm going to ask you again, head on over to iTunes, rate and review us. It helps the show tremendously. So it it just gets us more out there. But yeah, all of that out of the way, let's get right back into Swords Without Master with Tim Devine, Andrew, and our overplayer, Epidai Ravishaw. But I am starting a new phase. I'm going to roll the dice for an overtone. I'm actually going to wait for my overtone before I decide what kind of phase it's going to be. It is jovial. Okay. Uh, I am pushing us ahead now in time. And you've now reached a walled uh, city. This is a little further from the river, but you've gone up the river. You've taken the refugees with you. And uh, some of these refugees originally had come from this walled city to this town where they had the, you know, the celebration of their sorrows. Uh, And this is one of the reasons why you're coming back to this place. This is a, uh, a town with like, you know, the palisades and the, uh, stone walls and high spires and a castle uh in in the center of it and uh everybody is shoved in uh but it's like the whole you know surrounding town is bigger than the actual walled part of the town so that's 
overcrowded right now and the everyone's been you know like not everyone has a place to stay they're sitting in the streets and it's it's filthy and there's flies everywhere and and you've been there for a couple days now uh anytime somebody tries to leave the town uh this beast comes out of nowhere with it's i'm going to say two remaining heads and uh uh, just you know, snatches people and drags them off into like the nearby forest. Um, and so, I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna do this as a rogue's phase. Uh, so the thunder is that this beast keeps uh, is, is essentially laying siege to the town, though you don't see it most of the time. You can still hear it, and you can you still have that head. And the townsfolk are. Uh, oh, I'm gonna leave this. I'm gonna make this a, a demand. Uh, I'm gonna hand it to Cariel and say. Show me how uh, you keep the townsfolk from throwing the three of you out to the beast. Um. So let's roll. Yeah. And see what happens. Okay. So that is going to be jovial. Yeah. Um. So I think. Um. I think we see uh, overtones jovial too. So I think we see like the people of this town, uh, and they're terrified, right? There's yeah. this this two headed beast um, out in the outside the walls, and it keeps snatching people up. And uh, I think we see uh, we're in like a like a longhouse, um, and like the the ruler of this town is uh, is like is asking the same question, right? Why shouldn't I just throw you out there with the beast? Um, yeah. and I think, uh, Cariel, uh, like reaches up, um, for her, for her bells, uh, and she like slips one out, um, and she's like being sneaky about it. Right. And she's going to mm-hmm. ring it behind her back and she's, uh, explaining, you know, that we've, we've taken one of the heads off this thing. Um, you know, we, we can, we can take care of this. Uh, and then she just loudly rings the bell, like in like whips it around and loudly rings it in front of her. And it's this <laughs> loud, low bell. Um, and she uh, it it makes him feel uh, shameful for having asked that question. He has an intense shame immediately. Nice. Like, I shouldn't have I shouldn't have I shouldn't have asked you that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like it. And uh, so I think my demand. I like it so much I'm making motif. Nice. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think my demand is how does he show me how the ruler of this town makes it up to us. Oh, okay. So this is of me. Yes, yes. You. Yeah. Okay. And I just want to point out that I do feel that a bell that rings shame uh, echoes the the one of the elements in the previous motif. So we got that covered right off the bat. Huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, okay. You're not going to like my answer. Um, <laughs> he, so he does. He 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 wants to. He's, he feels deep shame and wants to make it up for you, to you. So instead of casting the three of you out, uh, he invites you into his palace. And inside his palace, uh, there are far less people than there are in the courtyards and you know shoved inside the walls of the city. And uh, the there's food here, and there's not a lot of food out there. And he you know sits like has this like resplendent meal uh and a table and uh uh seats you as honored guests here trying to like overdo what he's done Mm uh uh and so now i feel like (laughs) uh well it's up to you guys to decide what kind of uh how shameful you guys feel about this but he's he's clearly been holding food back for the dignitaries, for the, the important people inside this, the, his, his family and uh, the, the, all of the like local rulers that happen to come by uh, along with the refugees here. They, they have the upper crust now, and, and you've been invited into the upper crust for a meal that includes 
like wine and song and they're sort of trying to make merry uh, in that kind of stilted way because they know that something horrible is happening outside, but they're trying to ignore it, right? Like they're trying to, uh, all right. So I'm going to find out about how some of you reacted. So I'm going to hand the dice to River. River, uh, show me, what do I want from River here? Uh, this is this is interesting. Uh, hmm. Show me what you do with the food that is offered you. That way I can let you decide. Okay, so I, I roll, right, immediately roll? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. That's what I was hoping for. So River takes this the, the, the food on a little serving plate uh, and walks slowly back to you know around the table and and places each piece of food back on the tray from where it came <laughs> uh, turns their back and walks to the door pushes pushes it open and steps out uh and as as they step out you know the the house you just that you hear the howls echoing off of the trees <laughs> and just oh. just stands outside refusing refusing to eat the food just there's multiple of reasons why the mainly being that that this you know everyone out out in the town is starving is you know they're 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 out there scared and starving and yeah it's it's just they cannot be part of sitting up here and enjoying this 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 bit of merriment uh, that's going <laughs> on excellent also they don't like to show their face too much either so <laughs> and, and and eating eating requires that yeah I, I would I, I, can I add one thing in here? Yeah. While while River walks out, um, Lee stays seated and uh, is is ready to to uh, address any concerns by any of these these no the nobility here at the behaviors of my companion. <laughs> that seems like an invite to a demand there. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I'll, I'll hand the dice over to to Tim and and uh, show us. I I, I want to just I want to make sure we add the uh, uh, opening the doors to the echoing howls. Mm, yeah, to the motif there. That's good stuff. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. I could have just typed that in instead of <laughs> taking up this time. No, that's fine. Um, yeah. So Lee, uh, show us, show us why you decide to to stay and partake in the fees. Show us, you know, the reasoning behind behind that. Uh, okay. Okay. I like that. Let me roll here. I hope it's not okay. Oh well, yeah. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. There we go. Steimer. <laughs> oh. So, so it's a stymie and it's a mystery. So, uh, what's an interesting thing about stymies during the rogue phase is that you. So, the demand is show uh, um, show us what was the demand again? Why I'm staying? Yes. So, uh, you can interpret that uh, like a stymie in, in any way that you want, as far as like what part of that you can't do, right? Uh, and Whatever is causing that has to be supernatural in some in some way or unknown, right? Right. And you'll get to roll and you get to write a question about it. So I'm, I'll I'll start I'll, I'll start by by saying that the uh, Lee, Lee is torn. He's very torn. He he wants to he wants to leave. He wants to not be part of this this type of society anymore that that looks down or not at all yeah. at, the, at the suffering. So the, 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 the stymie I think really f is, is more of a conflict, but I'm trying my, my goal is, is to, I, my, my fear, I'll start with this. My fear is that if we all leave and the doors close behind us, nothing changes for the people outside. Should we stay and address these people? Perhaps we can get them to see the value of helping all the others and stopping this this sort of behavior. So I guess uh, with with this the the, the mystery. Uh, 
so so the question I can write is 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 the question about the mystery, correct? Right. So so uh, so okay. So the question the demand was show us you know why why you stay behind. So but you were stymied, right? So you're yeah. either prevented from staying behind, or maybe staying behind is because you're prevented from leaving by some supernatural force. Oh, uh, I, see, I see. I see. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like so yeah. you yeah. I see. Oh, because it's staying. Okay, okay, I get that now. That makes that makes more sense to me. Okay, so that's the conflict going on inside me. Yeah. However, I am pulled pulled away. Uh, uh, can I can I say by river? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, right. But we need like something supernatural or unknown. The, the, mis- to write the a mystery. About. Yeah, the yeah. mystery is as as we're leaving. I see something in this great hall, some something on the back wall that reminds me of the same dream when we were in the court. Okay, yeah. And I'm thinking there must be some tie between this place and the and the creatures outside and why these people in this room aren't living in the same fear as the people outside this room. Nice. Okay, yeah, that's good. Mm. So my question for the mystery would be why or what what is the link between this yeah, place that's and good. these beasts? Yeah. Oh, and we're glum now because this was a uh stymie, so uh the overtone changes the glum. Oh no wait, no, you're unparalleled. Oh, yes. But if if it was jovial switching to glum, my no, glum no. is still glum. With with unparalleled, it, whenever you roll a tie, uh, the every it, it always switches to your unparalleled one. So oh, okay. gotcha. so uh, so everyone's in crescendo. I think that like you're trying to stay, and I think because the doors were opened, if I may, I think because the the doors were open and this howl is coming in. Like things that the these people are putting on such a show of being merry to try and shut out what's being let in, right? So they're laughing in that like horribly fake way, and you know everything's getting uh, louder and creepier because they're trying. It's it's a mo- almost a mockery of a of a of a well, no, it is. It's a mockery of a feast, right? Like it's it's. Is that, is that good? Yes. Yeah. All right. But I do like your mystery question, so you can go ahead and uh, write that up. And we're in a rogues phase, but I think this crescendo bit. Well, I'm actually I'm not going to end the rogues phase. If you want to make another demand, but anyone can end the rogues phase. I, I'm just saying I'm not specifically deciding to end it here. Um, I, I I don't I don't know that I want to end it. Uh, I, I would, I mean, Andrew, if you have something that you, you mm-hmm, would want yeah. to, to bring specifically into this scene, I, cause I'm really curious how you're handling the feast as well, especially yeah, since like everything see. just shifted so, so drastically. So I'll hand you the dice and, and say, uh, show us how, uh, how Cariel responds to the crescendo, <laughs> to, the, mm. to the shifting to the crescendo. Yeah. Yeah, so Epi, so I, I don't roll for this. I'm just in crescendo, or do I roll? No, you roll. Then, the okay. overtone's crescendo. So, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, oh, that's cool. Oh, it's a moral. Yes. So I get a moral. <laughs> so you're jovial, and the way the moral works is whatever you do is going to have an unintended consequence. You're allowed to come up with that, uh, but you can rely on me to come up with it if you wish. Oh man, this is perfect. This is perfect. Yeah. So I think, um, I think I do it again, right? As we like, I walk for the door. Um, I like, I get up in a huff and I follow my two, um, my two allied rogues out the door and I turn around and with this look of just pure disgust on my face, <laughs> I ring, I ring a different bell this time and I ring it really loudly and it's a bell that uh, evokes disgust. And so all these people are like trying to have their feast <laughs> and suddenly they like, 
they look at their food and they have a, a like an, an intense vision of like maybe there's pasta and now it's worms right that horror movie right. trope where the food is suddenly like horrific and i think that's what happens and i think the moral is um so it's a lesson i need to learn yeah. i think it's you need to be careful what enemies you make Oh, okay. Okay. So you, I think, you're, yeah, I think these people are like, I think my unintended consequence is that they know that I have done this to them and they are, and they are not happy about it. Yeah. I think the, the, um, the ruler here, I got, we got a, um, the Duke, I'm going to call him the Duke. Uh, yeah. I think he, he, uh, cause, cause when, when you have a moral, then I get to like put, bite into it if i feel feel in mm-hmm. bite and i think that the bite here is that he he stands up and discuss and 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 has his guards eject you uh like mm-hmm. hey, we're, we're back where we began he wants to throw you out of the uh outside the walls of the city right like mm-hmm. uh yeah uh i think that's good i am going to end that phase here <laughs> All right. The, the, uh, the, when you were saying, <laughs> I was immediately thinking the motif for that. I know we already have all the three there that we needed for the second motif. Oh, no, you can, I put, was, we can I was too, because I was about to suggest it for the third, even like the, the, the Duke, like standing and looking at this, this feast in disgust. Like, <laughs> yeah. Could you call this motif, you eat what you are? Oh, that's so good. Yeah, no, write that down. That's the third. Once we fill in a motif, we start on the next one right away. There's nothing we wait for. So that is great. That is not only is that a good start, but it also, I feel like, reincorporates uh, the second element on the second motif. So we've got that covered, too. Mm -hmm. So we're really close to the end phase now. We just need two more elements of the motif. I am rolling, and we're going to do our first perilous phase of the game because you guys have been thrown out of the walls of the city. I think I want to inject my setting. Yes! Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for the waterfall. <laughs> so I'll reiterate it, read it one more time. Atop an impossibly... Yeah, atop an impossibly tall waterfall, the water at the crest is just ankle deep. The full moon hangs high in the background as fire burns on both shores. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I'm jovial, so, uh, what is going to, oh, this is great, this is changing everything. Uh, so when we last left you, Rogues, you are being thrown outside the city. Uh, I, you're on top of this waterfall. Uh, I keep saying you guys are worse for wear, you're even worse for wear now, right? Like, I think that uh you've uh your 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 clothing is in tatters you you've uh been uh you know you've got like uh tears in your flesh that are like still you know seeping blood and and uh you know just you've been through it uh and you stand atop this waterfall and i want oh you know what this is this is me. It's a railroad. I think, uh, I think I'm going to have river. I'm going to have you screaming, uh, to the, to these gods. You're, you're looking upward and, uh, and each of your head hands is one of the, the heads of this thing, right? So you have two of the three heads of this beast now. Uh, mm. and you're telling these gods to come and collect their, their, uh, their pet, right? Like you're, <laughs> You're, you're making this this demand of the gods. I need to give you a thunder. Uh, all right, who volunteers? I need a volunteer. I'll volunteer. All right. Uh, uh, wait, I, uh, and you are... Sorry. Lee, I realized okay. in an audio format. It's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are Spartacus. Spartacus. I am Spartacus. Yeah. Uh, Well, the thunder, Lee, is that you have received a mortal wound, and it just you know it's that thing uh, where uh, you know you've not told anyone yet, uh, Mm, but you're you're uh, um, you know you're like when you walk along, you stumble and you hold your side and and trying not to to hurt your companions. That's the thunder now. We're going to go into a perilous phase, and I am going to have the storm. Uh, okay, 
So I'm going to hand the dice to one of you. It is not going to be River because River's hands are full with two. I'm going to hand the dice to uh, Cariel. And while uh, you're standing at this edge of the waterfall, uh, screaming upwards towards uh, where this uh, uh, rumored this 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 uh, home of these these gods that have been plaguing you um uh the beast with its last remaining like it crawls out of the forest behind you and into the river and it's got like it is a you know it's like you know kind of a chimera type mishmash of creatures right like it's Mm -hmm. uh its body is huge and kind of ape-like and you know it's each head, I'm just going to embrace the chimera thing. Like you, like one head is dog and gator like, and the other head is, is like uh, almost like that of a lion, but um, with the neck of a snake. And the third one that you haven't taken is this, uh, this big goat head with like the horns are just, you know, Oh, three horns coming out of it. And, and, uh, it's got these this fiery look in its wait. Am I jovial? I'm jovial, right? Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> it's got this <laughs> uh, fiery looking, you know, that creepy hour sh- hourglass shape eye pupils, and uh, it's as it's coming out, it's like the snake neck that had the lion head on it is dragging on the ground, and like ichor is coming out of it, and it splashes into the water, and it comes just starts. You know, with a, that bounding ape type uh, movement mm-hmm. is coming down the water towards the three of you, uh, which none of you see because you're looking out in the other direction. Uh, but you have the dice now. You guys can slip and struggle. Yeah, so, so I have the dice. So I get to let everyone stymie, or struggle until uh, until I decide I've had like it's it's gone far enough, and at that yeah. point I can roll. Okay. Yes. And absolutely say, I'm going to roll now. We don't have to, like, you don't have to be the fastest typer in the world. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can, uh, like, normally in a physical game, you just throw the dice and gravity does all the work for you. But here, Mm -hmm. uh, that's not going to be the case. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's coming, like, uh, the, this waterfall, this is like ankle deep water here, right? This is, like, not, um, uh, it, the rush of the waterfall is on the other side uh, as it's falling, right? Like, so it's, yeah, it comes down the water. I think you guys can, at some point after River is done screaming, you can hear it. Uh, and you can hear the voices in the two heads that River's holding calling to it. Uh, maybe even trying to turn around <laughs> uh, to let you know where it is. And I am going to hit one of you with this thing. I'm going to roll the yes. dice. <laughs> um, and I'm hoping that because I want to use I want to use a feed heroic here, but I'm going to roll the dice first, I guess, just yeah. to see what happens. Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, OK, so I got jovial, which was what I wanted anyway. Yeah. Um, now, and you so are, can I... you're allowed to just hit the heat feet heroic, the heat heroic, as we like to call it here. <laughs> Uh, okay. You're allowed to hit it if you want. Oh yeah, I, I would like to do that. Yeah. yeah, I would like to hit my um, my jovial feat um, of I, I ring the bells of battle and wake an army of skeletons to fight this thing for me. I just <laughs> yes. I, I yeah yes. I just like I withdraw two like giant bells. I mean they're like huge, right? They're almost forearm size. They're huge and heavy, and I like loose the clappers and just start ringing them. Um, and there's this like. It's like uh, two, like a half step apart, right? It's this very dissonant, loud, like um, powerful sound. And then I think the creature, if I may, is like uh, it probably has this look on its face, like "Oh God, what's that noise?" Yeah, and you then may. you see, yeah, and then you see just out of the out of the ankle deep water, like skeletons of of like a former <laughs> battle just start crawling up out of the mud with their swords and like rattling their bones loudly. And like running up at it to fight the thing. All right, yeah, I'm. I am dropping uh, skeletons crawling out of the mud. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Someone's already got beat me to it. That's great. 
So that is the third element on the third motif. We are now in the end game. We're going to continue on just as we have been, but here on out, as you narrate, you can reincorporate. Uh, two of the three of you will reincorporate, and once that's done, uh, we end the game. Uh, so uh, let's go on with this. So uh, the skeletons come out, and what? Uh, just just so I, I know what's happening here. They uh, do they grab at the beast? Like are they are they rushing at it? Uh, yeah, I think they're running at it, and like they're gonna tear it apart with their hands, right? Um, beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, and I'm going to continue to hold the dice for a little bit before I hand them off. Okay, that's great. So, uh, the three of you... Uh, well, actually, I don't know. Are you all watching this happening? Yeah, I think that um, River has been holding these other two heads, and they're they're continuing to howl and call towards the other one. And, you know, so River turns, like, looks back over their shoulder and sees the beast is there and holds holds the heads up and says... I may not have the the grass to silence you, but I can surely drown you in the river and tosses them <laughs> out over, over the waterfall and, nice. the, and and pulls pulls the warhammer off their back and brings it down and lets lets the weight you know the water as it crests over the waterfall rush over it, uh, just getting as much as much of this river water on it as yeah. possible, which was just yeah, just strengthening okay. their resolve. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. I, okay. So it's, we've got a full moon, right? We've got, and we're, and we're, we're by torchlight. Uh, uh, I have another mishmash beast that comes flying out of the sky. Uh, it has got great leathery, leathery wings. Uh, and, oh God, what can I do with this? What can I throw in here? Um, cause it's not the same thing as this thing. It's it, but it's built the same way, right? Like it's got the head of a boar and, uh, another more wolfy head and, uh, the entire body is serpentine and it just, it just comes screaming out of the sky uh, i will hand the dice at this point uh i will give the dice to lee all right uh so i'm gonna do the thing that i love doing oh it's it's come screaming out of the sky and you can hear the rattle of its tail right like it's it's got like a rattlesnake uh oh. thing and uh <laughs> I'm going to do my favorite thing, which is I attack somebody without the dice. Uh, I it's It comes down, yeah. and it, uh, the, the length of its snake-like tail just slams into River's side. Uh, do you want to slip and struggle with it, River, or do you want to hear what, uh, what else I got going? Or if somebody wants to roll, they can. I'm just going to keep going if that's the... Yeah, I think I'll, I'll, oh. hear, I'll hear what you keep going with. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, like, because you, you have your hammer in the river, and you're watching the water come over, and it's, you know, it's that moment, like, just too, just a moment too, you're, like, just slightly too uh, contemplative when that happened, right? Like, it's just, like, uh, and uh, you move just too slowly, just, a, you know, a millisecond too, too late, uh, it grabs you with the tail, but it's not a constrictor like snake. So it just, it's, I mean, it's big, but it hits you with like a force that sends you, uh, just over the edge of the waterfall, right? Like it, it, <laughs> it, it slams into you. And if you want to, you can reach out for the waterfall or we can send you down the waterfall. How are you slipping and struggling with this? Um, I think River's gonna gonna reach for the water, you know, reach for the the edge of the water, try to find some something to grab onto. Right. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Like, if you have something, otherwise, I'll, I'll keep describing what's happening. Uh, I think th- I think their fingers find a little bit of purchase, just enough to, you know, it, it be hold, not to have a good grip, but they don't immediately plummet. So they, they have enough that they, they can struggle to, to try to pull themselves up. But I mean, they are constantly moving backwards and it, you know, yeah. Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, so this thing hits the water then after that, and it's moving like a water moccasin through it, like, you know, the uh, with its undulating snake body. And uh, the just drooling out of the boar mouth and the, uh, the wolf mouth, uh, and it's coming up uh, towards um, uh, Cariel, because I'm going to hit everyone until Lee rolls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh oh right so it's got these uh uh boar tusks uh that are like dripping with uh with venom right it's the and uh yeah what are you doing carry a carry out um, I think I'm not looking at it right I think I'm looking yeah. the other way because I'm like watching my skeletons tear the other one to yeah. shreds. That's and I'm the just like, yeah, we're show, killing the right? monster. It's all good. I, I am underestimating my enemies and not learning my lessons. <laughs> so yeah, it comes up and uh, uh, oh, there's the dice. Oh, nice. <laughs> good move. It, it, I wanted to hear the it comes up and. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for the the the, the that, that moment. So, so yes, yeah. uh, your crescendo, right? I. Uh, uh, no, oh, so yeah, so I'm I am glum, and in in this case, uh, because I have this mortal injury that hasn't yet been sort of revealed, um, I'm going to reveal it at this moment, and sort of this whole situation is both my companions are in perilous situations in the perilous phase, so it's fitting. Yeah, but but both of them, one is hanging over a cliff or a waterfall, and the other is about to be devoured by this venomous beast and that's when you know as uh, the camera <laughs> the camera would pan down and reveal this thing that that you know they've only been hinting at where <laughs> you're expecting when lee uh moves his hand to see this wound in his stu- in his side or in his stomach and just you know blood or something but you don't what you see is his gucci and san all the strings are broken <laughs> yes, and he's wow. feeling he's feeling the the bare wood below and and areas on the you know just just it's it's so it it's it's dying the the mortal injury is to his 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 instrument, but as he sees his two companions in this situation, he grabs uh, strands of his own hair and pulls them and just quickly effortlessly as as his head is still you know is is is, is in a, sta- a still place his legs are crossed he's on the ground and he restrings all seven strings as effortlessly as one mm-hmm. and and then strikes all of them at the same time and the the sound wave that is caused by it the vibrations that is caused by it uh causes uh well, I guess I guess from the beginning, all 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 the things that I said that were controlled. <laughs> so a wind blows and and brings river back up onto the into into the the shallow part of the river that he was standing on before they were standing on before, and uh, the earth, uh, a, a, like a pillar of earth, shoots between between uh, uh, Cariel and the beast, and the beast's teeth break against it. Oh, nice. Mm. And the river, uh, the waterfall, all the, all the raging, roaring water just stops as the water is still at that moment. And uh, for just a few moments, Lee is walking, and not everything else is going in extremely slow motion as time is being distorted. And uh, I think... I think that's where Lee will end it. Yeah. Uh, I well, hope like, I didn't ruin the mortal injury. <laughs> no, no, that's perfect. That's that's great. So, so wait, when you say that's where Lee will end it, you mean Lee will end the phase, or Lee's life will end? Which which one do you? Uh, well, I, I was thinking about that moment, and and I think because we have all the motifs in there, right? We just had to re reincorporate. Yeah. Well, 
I think that this from from you know the other motifs that was like the soothing sounds of hums and the howls yeah. and the harmony. Well, I think that because this beast, if if the beast is the third head is now being swarmed by skeletons and being it, the the yeah. whole beast is dying. Heads were thrown over the end. This beast is dying, and I feel like if Lee was able to. Uh, sort of like end his own like end his own existence at that point it would take all the sound with it with sure it. so Excellent. I think I think his last strum breaks all seven strands of his own hair on the on the Guccian and and he disappears excellent all right wow. so uh, are you ending the phase as well no no okay I so think, we're still- I think I because I, I, I'd like to see how Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, what, what do you guys think? Andrew, I, I think it's a good Well, you'd have to give the dice to River uh, because I've already rolled, right? Have no, you no. That's how that works? Or? You, you can hand the back. Uh, the, the only people that can't have dice uh, after... Uh, you uh, you can definitely hand it back to the person that handed the dice to you. That's perfectly uh, Okay. You just, you just can't roll more than once on your turn. Sort yeah. Of and, mm, and, okay, That all right. Perfect. Yeah. But if if Lee's reincorporating, uh, then uh, at that point, uh, from that point on, uh, Lee can't get the dice. Uh, but that's mm, fine. Okay, that's we're right. Almost okay. done. We're like, yeah, so I was gonna close. say we're we're pretty close. <laughs> I see. So then, uh, okay, I just I think everybody had a moment, so I think I'll yeah. I'll end it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you and you're just to make sure you're reincorporating that first motif there with the uh, wait. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that the there was nothing in the second motif, but the yeah the main thing was the soothing the the, the sound of soothing hums uh, and howls yeah. harmony echoing in the water and now all of that is lifting so yes that's what yeah I'm and I think it that melds with the silent train of refugees marching uh, marching alongside because now the, the, all mm-hmm. that's left are your two companions right like that's mm-hmm. the all right uh, I am jovial I don't know how I'm going to be jovial after this. Well, I could be jovial. I just don't need you guys to be jovial. <laughs> uh, am I moving? No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave this where we are, just to start the phase off. So, uh, everything is silent. Everything stopped moving. Lee disappeared, uh, and then you know it's like that. That two or three heartbeats while you you sort of wait what is happening <laughs> you know like that, that moment mm-hmm. and then the water goes again right like it like it, like all of the world goes back into motion i think uh uh it's it's not like a <clears throat> a thunderous rush where you are because you're up on the calm top part of the the, the river at the top but you still feel it like you know like uh, it still takes your legs out just a little bit because you weren't expecting it. Uh, and then, then you can hear the rush of the water uh, as both bodies of the uh, these creatures are, you know, dragged down the stream and over the waterfall. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, that's the jaw. Oh, I got to give you a thunder here. And on the other side of this valley where you were staring before there is a mountain and on top of this mountain there is just a like this red glow like this uh this light um that that completely unnatural like this isn't like made by a fire or anything like that uh mm-hmm. from where you suspected that this hall of these these gods were uh, I'm going to make this a rogues phase, and all we need is one more of you to reincorporate. So, uh, I'm going to hand the dice to River. No, I take it back. I hand the dice to Carriel. Mm-hmm. Uh, show us how uh, you. Oh, how do we how do we want to say this? Hmm. Show us how you make peace with these gods. So, um, I'm gonna roll, roll first. 
I have yeah. two. I have two ideas here. We're gonna see what happens. Oh yes. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we're we're in the end phase, which means if you reincorporate on this, then you don't get. You don't have to write a mystery. You don't have to like. You can okay. ignore threads on the end phase if you reincorporate, but you're mm-hmm. still stymied. So you are not making peace with these gods. Uh, could I use a feat to, to avoid that outcome, or is that uh, not possible? Because yes. I have two, because I have Undenied. Right. So, oh yeah, go for it. Yes. Um, yeah, so I'm going to use my, I'm going to use my Glum, mm-hmm. um, my Glum feats heroic, and, um, I pull out the biggest bell, right? And, like, I've rung some big bells today, but this is the biggest bell. Um, I think maybe <laughs> like, it's not even on the bandolier on my front, it's on my back, right? It's huge. Yeah. It's, like, almost Warhammer-sized. Nice. And so we see her, like, swing it up over her shoulder, and, like, almost as if she's looking directly up at this fire, she just rings it really loudly, um, and we hear like one deep, low, um, like powerful, like monotone. Um, and then we like the camera zooms in on, on, uh, on Cariel, um, and we see her bells, uh, all the bells break, right? All of her bells just shatter. <laughs> um, and we see her like drop the handle in the water. Um, and like draw her sword, Defeter, and like kneel on the on the side of the waterfall by one of the big fires, and like stab the sword in the ground. And uh, as we see, like w- I think as we see the scene from like River and and everyone else's perspective, we'll mm-hmm. see, we'll hear the like we hear this tone for a long time. But when we switch back to Cariel's uh, and we like see through her eyes, uh, we don't hear anything. She's gone deaf. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like knelt in supplication um to these to these gods to make amends and has basically has has gone deaf and given up given up her her musical magic um nice. wow yeah and i think i'm re- i think i'm reincorporating there um i think i'm reincorporating on the uh the the bell that rings shame right um yeah. she's like ringing her own her own like I made a mistake and now it's time to own up for it. Um, so yeah. And, and the way reincorporations with motifs work is that you have to like synthesize something from two oh, from, from the two same, different ones, the from, same no, two, uh, from the same, but I think we can do this because, uh, we, we do have like, you were, it was the bell that ring shame and it's related to this feast that, uh, the celestial yeah. feast that you were drawn to in the dream, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's it's the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, I feel that that is a like. So now we're at the part where we've had two of the three rogues reincorporate. We are the game is over unless we decide we need a a moment of epilogue, and if we do, then. Uh, that river just rolls the dice and gives us like a sentence or two about the end. But I feel like we have an end here. What, what, how do you folks feel? Or if you feel like we don't need an epilogue, we can just say, yeah, I, you know, actually I don't feel like we do. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think we hit, hit a good, good spot yeah, no, there. Nothing's jumping out. You know? Yeah. Excellent. Well then folks, that was swords without master. Thank you for playing. Oh, that was incredible. God, thank you for running that. That was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that was so much. Yeah, I mean that was uh, so. I mean, just exceeded any expectation I had. Just, I'm just oh, great. seriously sitting here just with a smile the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I dig. I really dig the um, uh, like going into it with uh, the sort of uh, already having motifs built into all of the rogues, and you know, you guys just. That your characters gelled well, uh, and I, I really, really dug that. Uh, it, it made for a very highly thematic game. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. It was super fun. I liked, I liked that two of us ended up having the musical characters. I think that was super cool. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And having <laughs> that was awesome. 
Yeah, I think that was a good group. I, I that was like that was super fun, and and I would definitely be interested to play again with that group. That was like really really awesome for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And one of the things that I had that I had uh, been saying a lot leading up to this game to different people that I had been talking to about it is that I, uh, the character specifically that I wanted to play here is something I've always thought about, but I couldn't. How do you fit? How do you fit that character into a system that's out there? It's very it's very difficult because you're not you're not playing games of of uh, of you know I, I don't know how, how do you throw this type of character yeah. you know into a into mm-hmm. a Dungeons and Dragons or into a you know you could probably do it with some more story focused games but I just I, I could see every scene how everyone was 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 how I was in this and and this system just allowed you to tell the story that you wanted to tell with that character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it it was really cool that way. I mean, I I mean the 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 uh, the tones that is, is such a good break from the other way around the the norm like the more stereotypical role playing where you're you're rolling to see what you do versus hearing how it how it is going around you and having to fit in. It's just mm-hmm. yeah sure. yeah it's um so. Like I feel like I I am freed up to sing some praises for this game because the the deal with the tones and how the perilous phase works and uh, the morals came from another game uh, that we made called Monkey Dome, uh, which was Playstorm. We made that while we were playing, and uh, oh, and like the thunder comes from that too. Like so, a lot of the rules come from that. And what happened was when we first made that game. Uh, we we didn't know what we were doing. It, that game was a post-apocalyptic game. We we just sat down. We said we just wanted to, to do these things with the tones. We wanted grim and zany to be our tones, and uh, mm-hmm. we we built this game out of it uh, as we played it. And it was so addictive to like roll before you do your thing, so that you know what to narrate. Like there there was something really juicy about that, and. Uh, just that, like, you you get to that point where you're like, um, it, it frees you up to play the character that you want to, but then you also have those constraints where you're like, I want this, and then oh, I rolled glum, I wanted jovial, and mm-hmm. and then oftentimes when that happens, I mean not every time, but like oftentimes when that happens, you're like, it, you take a moment and you're like, okay, no, the dice were right. This is glum. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> this is this is where we're gonna go with this. Uh, but yeah, I I really like um, the the way it frees you up to just have like really uh, different character concepts, right? Like uh, I guess different's not exactly the word, but like I just I we started this game off with the three of you coming across uh, like a uh, an orgy of sorrow, right? Like just a bunch of mm-hmm. people trying. And I was like, going into that, I wasn't thinking, this is the best way to kick off an adventure. <laughs> that was... <laughs> but it, it just, it went, and it was great. Um, yeah, sorry. I just, no. <laughs> yeah, I think that, I think the... The game really lends itself, like for me, RPGs are very much about um, getting a group together to tell a story, right? To discover with dice or cards or, you know, how whatever freeform methods we're using, um, what the story is that we're playing through as we go through it. Um, and I think I've been playing a lot more games lately which which do this in different ways and do it really well. Um, I played Fall of Magic at GoPlay, and I think this... Uh, for me, like it's it's super cool to play these kinds of games where um, they're really about discovering the story, right? This game is very much about um, when you play with a group, everyone puts in things and and you know demands and the the loaded questions allow us to um, to really just tweak and and find the story that we're looking for together. And I think that's really really cool. Yeah, yeah, I love I like how it's you know. It's really kind of a reactive. Everybody's reacting to what everybody else is doing and building the story off of off of just these different reactions to to what's come before, um, which mm-hmm. is just what I what I really like in role playing games. Oh, it's yeah. just so good. 
Yeah, oh, I, like, so I like that at the end of this. It's like you, we, the scene ends and we all go, huh, I guess this was the story of blank. <laughs> Instead yeah. of going into it saying, yeah, yeah I want to play a game yeah. where it's the story of us surviving the apocalypse. It's like, oh, let's just play a game. And at the end, we'll see what the story was, was that we yeah. were telling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really, really cool. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, it's the story of how I disappeared and then you went deaf. And yeah. then, like, we fought these two giant monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The story of of how the heroes <laughs> made, <laughs> paid for their whatever they did. <laughs> yeah, and that's really that's really sword and sorcery, though, isn't it? Like the hero yeah. sacrifice and the like. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, and I, I love that the the sin that you you are paying for in this is just that you you sang a sad song, <laughs> right? Like. <laughs> You're yeah. drawn to the the to the palace of the gods, and they're like, "Play a song for us." Ah, you made us cry. Now we'll kill you. <laughs> right? Where other stories, it might be like, "Oh, you sang a song that was so sad that the gods cried," and that's like that's like a feat. Right. Right. But in this, it's not. This is not a feat. That was they did not want that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Epi, for for coming on and running this game. Uh, thank you, Tim and Andrew, for 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 joining me as rogues in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've said it enough. It was it was a really really great time. Um, you know, uh, thank we, you for having for having me here. Oh yeah, absolutely, and definitely definitely yeah, would love you. to have you back for other games. Oh, of course, I'd love love to be back. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll wrap up if everybody just kind of wants to go around the table again real quick and just you know mention where people can find you online if you want, uh, and then we'll close on out. Tim, go ahead and start. All right. Uh, yeah, Tim Devine, and uh, you can find uh, find us on DiceUpGames.com and, uh, or on Roll to Play, where my wife and I <laughs> tend, to, tend to frequent because Ken Lex lets us hang out. Yeah, yeah, like in an eight-week streak of of, his, of Kristen being on the show. <laughs> yeah, she had a great time. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, go ahead, Epi, where, where we can All find right. you. Uh, I'm Epidiah. Uh, that's E P I D I A H. Uh, you can find me at on Twitter. Uh, that's a place where I tend to be vocal. I'm also on G Plus and Dice Camp. I'm also on Facebook, but I'm, I'm only rarely on Facebook. Uh, otherwise, you can look for my stuff at worldswithoutmaster.com or digathousandholes.com, which is the name of my publishing company. And if you liked what you heard about Swords Without Master, it's in issue three of Worlds Without Master. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, Andrew, where, where can where can people find you? Uh, okay, so uh, I'm Andrew, um, and you can find me at J-A-Y-H underscore uh, official. Um, you can find me there uh, for musings about games I'm working on, games I'm playing, um, and my opinions on things that happen on the internet. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm around, and uh, maybe maybe I'll be here again sometime. Who knows, right? All right, and that is it. That wraps up Swords Without Master as run by Epidiah Ravishaw, who designed this beautiful game. Thank you, Epi, one more time for coming on and do this. Uh, it means a whole lot to me that you would stop by my show uh, for a second time uh, and just run this game for us. Thank you. Big thank you to Tim Devine and Andrew for coming on and being fellow rogues with me. Just a great group of folks that, that came on the show with me. Uh, thank you so much, Tim and Andrew. Can't wait to have both of you back on the show. Talked about it up top, Gen Con. I'm here or on my way, or if you're listening to this in the future, I've been there and already gone by. So you'll hear about it. I will be doing an episode after this one, just kind of a Gen Con wrap up. Maybe I'll find some folks who were at Gen Con and talk to them a little bit about it. We'll see. But you'll definitely get some sort of Gen Con wrap up, maybe just for me, maybe with some fellow contributors. But that is going to come next week. And after that, I've got a great game of Spire by Grant Howitt, who came on and ran the game for us. Uh, It was a lot of fun. I can't wait to give that one to you all. But hey, before I get out of here, how about you head on over to fanoffmedia.com and check out one of the other fine fanoff shows. 
I'd like to recommend this week Generation Animation. Generation Animation is your in-depth look at all things animated. Cartoons, anime, CG, shorts, you name it. If it's animated, Generation Animation will break it down with expert discussion and amusing banner. They got a fine group of hosts over there, including Bianca Torres, Dave Roberts, Felipe Diaz-Vera, Mark Gonzalez, and Tyler Moliterno. A few of those folks you've heard right here on this very show. So go check out Generation Animation. But yeah... I got bags to pack still. I got games to take. I've got all kinds of cool stuff, so I'm going to get on it. So get out there, everyone. Have fun. Tell somebody who made something you love that you love it. Believe me, it will make them feel great. And row to play. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit row2playpodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2playpodcast.com. Like us over on Facebook at Row2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Row2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Row2PlayPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit SoundCloud.com slash Tritachion.